the more that we step into the flow of where we are being called, the easier the next months and years are going to be. Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I'm here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Welcome everyone to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. Today, I am excited to talk to you about some of the changes going on at the receiving school. And before I jump into that, I want to talk more about um, why the topic, you know, in general, in terms of how we're changing, why we're changing, who's changing, and really all of us, humanity is in the process of change. and the changes that we're making to the receiving school are a reflection of something bigger happening in the world. And that's important because anyone who has not made shifts in their life right now is likely feeling stuck, left behind, like they're missing something. In fact, I think this idea that you know, oh, I got to catch up. I'm running out of time is really symptomatic of our brain misunderstanding what our souls are energetically being called to do, which is to evolve, right? You know, change is the essence of evolution. And this planet is evolving. This vibration of this planet is shifting upwards. I've said this over and over again, even though I know sometimes it's hard to believe when you look around that a lot of the rumbling and the bumpiness that you may be perceiving in the energetic realm though is really coming from resistance to change. The more that we step into the flow of where we are being called, the easier the next months and years are going to be. This goes for you know, things as material as money systems, family structures, where we live, all of those things. And then as a, you know, more ephemeral as how we spend our days, how we move through the world, you know, where we dedicate our work to and for and who we work in support of, you know, all of these things for each of us are going to shift and change. Now, not maybe everything I just mentioned is going to shift and change for you, but some of this is. And so uh, the first question I have for you is, do you have a sense of you're not sure what you want, you feel a little stuck, or just almost like a um, frustration level with yourself or the people around you or the world at large? And if you say yes to any of that, then the the next question I have for you is, how have you changed? How have you made actual choices that have moved you in a different direction than before? Or is it more like 
the outside world is choosing for you, that the outside world is sort of pushing you left and right, or the people around you are pushing you in one direction or another, and you're kind of going where they go. If that's you, and and hey, I've been that person before myself, what I can tell you is that it's likely that part of the answer to having an enhanced level of satisfaction, an enhanced level of excitement, of you know, passion in your life will come from you taking a step out of the flow others are creating for you and tapping into where the flow of your own life, of your own destiny is taking you. And, you know, that is, I know, going to be a big part of the receiving school coming up. And so let me um, just talk to you about some of those changes so I can explain, you know, how what I've just talked about flows into what I'm doing. It became clear to me last year that the pace that we were running the receiving school at worked perfectly before it wasn't working as well anymore. And what I mean by that is, The receiving school previously had always been an eight-week program, and so it would move fairly quickly. And that was important for the time that we started the program because people were just in the stage of their life. This was the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020. We stepped into this pandemic, right? And people wanted to, you know, open up quickly. And quite frankly, because of the pandemic, they had the time and the space to do it at a much more intense level. Things have shifted and changed in every human for so many reasons, and that pace doesn't work. People need time. People need to shift into a more gentler pace. And I will say that for you as well, you know, that are you being gentle with yourself? When I say, have you made choices for yourself that shifts the direction you're headed in or maybe shifts the way you're showing up in the world? I don't mean that to be a very bold, requires a lot of energy. Oftentimes it's a very gentle moving back out of someone else's flow and then just feeling into where the flow of your own soul is taking you and really tapping into what that you know, inner wisdom of yours is asking of you. So for me, when I was feeling into what was needed in our receiving school community, a couple of things were coming up. One, uh, many people were joining in the live experience, meaning each time we'd open the door for eight weeks, there's live coaching. But then the live coaching would shut down. People could always access their training modules but they do it on their own and not in community and not with my support. What we found were a significant number of people were taking the receiving school over and over and over again in that live experience. And they were talking to us and telling me and telling my team that it was the one place they could go where they felt safe, where they felt connected to the divine, where you know it was their church. And I was very humbled by that reflection, truly humbled, because when I started on this path, you know, my greatest goal was to be a force 
of connection between the people who, you know, came and either read my book or joined the receiving school or saw me on stage to be a conduit of the divine's love to each person, to really show up in a way that let people experience in a little bit just through me or maybe my stories or our community, you know, how much the divine loves them. And the fact that they were really feeling that at such a visceral level to use those words, it mattered. And when I really took a step back and looked at that and thought about it, it felt uncomfortable for me to then have the doors opening and closing for people to have months and months of time where they'd say they'd just be waiting for the doors to open. In fact, we haven't opened the doors to the receiving school until this week. We just opened the doors two days ago at the time that this episode drops and we haven't opened them for a year. And the reason we haven't done that is because we've been working so much behind the scenes to make sure that when we open the doors again, we would never close them. And I'm really surprised that that's bringing me to tears because it was a hard decision. It was a hard decision not to keep the doors open. It was a hard decision to keep the doors closed as long as we have so that I would be prepared to be with people on a longer journey. And that's what we've done is now receiving school was an eight-week program. Now it is a full-year transformational journey. And for people who are actually joining right now, in the time that we drop this episode, actually those people are going to be on a 14-month transformational journey. So we're giving people an extra two months in the program who join right now, in addition to a number of other bonuses. And by the way, if you did not realize that the doors to the receiving school are open and you did want to join and you would like to take this a year-long journey with me, go to thereceivingschool.com and you can sign up right now. And in fact, if you sign up in the week that um, we open the doors, so let's see, the 24th through the 28th, in that first five days, there's a number of additional bonuses that are really spectacular. I'm really excited about. And um, you can find those there thereceivingschool.com on that webpage. But back to this year, when I really felt into what people were experiencing in the receiving school, I realized there were, you know, it was a layered journey. And that's what I'll offer back to you is the time that we're in, we're all going through this layered journey. And what I mean by that is you're likely experiencing an awareness about yourself. You might even be mastering a shift. And then the next thing you know, it is presenting itself in a new layer, in a deeper way. That is the time we are in. Pieces of us that we no longer need are falling off like layers upon layers, right? As we are getting to the core of who we are. And so for me, having the receiving school open and close in such a short window of time knowing that the people would likely reach a very profound experience in eight weeks, but want to take it deeper, it didn't feel good to have the program shutting down. And so again, we shifted to this 12-month experience now. And the core teaching of the receiving method remains the same, but now it allows us to deepen it at such a a, uh, beautiful level. It also 
And so this was another big shift for me was it was very, uh, what's the right word? Not uncomfortable, but it almost felt like it was often in our coaching calls where someone would hit a point in their journey. And I knew that they needed a different type of healing, that they needed a different type of support than just what they were getting in the receiving school. And so oftentimes I was pointing them in a couple of different directions. One was if they were getting underneath, you know, some traumatic experiences is to move towards EFT tapping. I've talked about it here. It's a a modality I'm a huge proponent of. I talk about it all the time. I know some people feel comfortable just offering tapping in their courses because they've done tapping. I don't. I don't like offering things unless I am, you know, professionally certified and trained in it. And so, you know, I was sending people in another direction and I really wanted people to, with their single investment, to have access to a full rainbow of opportunities that have worked for me. So now, because we're going to be together for a full year, I've got the time and the space to do that. So Victoria, my personal tapping therapist, Victoria Kreider, who we've had here on the podcast, she will be coming into the receiving school and doing live group tapping sessions with our community. So really giving people an opportunity to tap into that modality. Dina Pacwa, who is another person I send people to regularly, another guest here on the podcast, who is a good friend of mine and also a mentor, shamanic practitioner and healer. She will be coming in and doing energy clearings with the group. She'll also be doing shamanic healing sessions. And then finally, another big piece of the puzzle that I felt we were missing only being open a couple of months a year was really honoring the cycles that nature offers us through the seasons. So really allowing us to do something with respect and with respect at a deep level for the seasons, for Mother Earth. And so Lynn Trotta, also a guest here, also a good friend of mine and a professional ceremony leader, will be offering seasonal ceremonies so that when someone wants to take part in that connection to the earth plane at that level and really get in flow with the the rhythms that mother nature offers us by honoring those with ceremony that they will be able to do that as well and that we can do this in community or if someone wants to do it on their own that then they could just listen to the recordings and take that time privately to do that for themselves and making all these experiences available live as well as on demand and so all of these things were shifts that if you had told me, you know, a year and a half ago, even, or two years ago, like, what's your wish list? And I could have written it out, but I would have thought it was so far beyond what was possible. This would have been it. This would have been it. And, you know, one of the things that's always been important to me is that, you know, my price points are value-based price points, you know, that they're price points that I don't claim everyone is able to access, but certainly it's not so out far out of the range of possibility for people to spend a year with me that this now is, is a structure where I can do that. 
one of the other changes, we actually made it not, we're not making it for the first time now, but this is the first time I'm talking about it is that um, in the past, when I've given 10% of our profits, I've done it in the context of charity. And it was actually Dina Pakwa, my shamanic practitioner, that helped me understand a different type of conversation with money and with giving money that brought me back into a space that felt more balanced. And the word that she gave me is reciprocity. So quite a while ago, we put together an energy clearing masterclass. This is a course that gives a full library of energy clearing techniques, how to use all of the core tools in energy clearing, when to use them, what to use them for. And she, in passing, had said that she would be making a 10% reciprocity payment to both the First Nations people on the land that she practices, where she lives, and to the teachers that she learned from you know, in her lineage, so the teachers she learned from. And that word was so beautiful to me because it felt closer to how I had felt about offering money back in a way that felt balanced and right. And so now I am making that more public and I've always resisted using our charitable giving and in this case, our reciprocity payments as something to feature on a sales page because to me, it felt a little bit too close to a transactional experience as opposed to a true from my heart, this is what feels right to me. But someone over the course of the year had pointed out to me that they didn't actually know how or what was appropriate in giving for their own business, but that because we had had a conversation behind the scenes, it gave them understanding what to do. And I realized actually it was because Dina said something to me in passing that I had this new understanding of how to give money back in relationship to the money that comes through the program. And the reason I mentioned that is a couple of things. One, I just want to tell you if that's important to you or you're curious about how I do that, there is we give 10%, half of it does go is a what I would call a charitable donation. Typically, it's to food banks or to the World Food Bank or a hunger project. And that will be the case in this currently right now for the receiving school. So of the 10%, half will go to the World Food Bank and the other half will be paid in reciprocity payments to the First Nations people of that now we call the land I live on, Connecticut, but that previously are the First Nations people of the land that I practice on. So that is a shift we're making. And I will tell you just me personally, having come to that place, and I will say it was also with the help of Lynn Trotta, of having a ceremony of connecting as well to the ancestors of the land that I'm on, that have quieted some disruptions inside of me and some concerns inside of me that, you know, I am living on land that was taken in a way that was cruel. And what role do I play in making it right? And I can't say that this is the end all be all of making it right, but it's certainly 
moving in a balanced direction. And so that's, I put that question back to you is what do you need to do to come into balance, right? In all levels, in all levels. And then one of the other things we're able to do now, and we're doing this for the first time, this really has to do with the year long structure of the receiving school is we can offer scholarships now. And the reason I I didn't feel comfortable offering them before was because, well, it was layered. But one of the core reasons was I felt that if someone was coming in already needing a scholarship, already needing financial support, that the trying to move quickly through a program did not feel supportive. Now that we have a full expansive process that is a full year transformation, it felt more balanced. Again, there's that word. And so we have information on the receiving school page about the scholarships we're offering, why we're offering, who we're offering them to. And those, those scholarships, by the way, are offered to people who identify as being part of a marginalized group. So again, the information is on the page, thereceivingschool.com, if you want more information there. But what I want you to know as you're walking through your day is that, or your week and the coming months, is we are all being called to change. And if you are resisting that call, if you are trying to, quote unquote, get things back to normal, life will continue to feel like you're swimming upstream. It really will, because that's not where we're headed. Everything is changing and it's changing for the better. It's changing for the better, but our brains often think that change is scary and bad. And so it's quite possible that your brain is fighting you on this change that you're being guided to. But I promise you, if you step out of the flow of shoulds, of other people's energy, about the flow of what you used to be doing or where you thought you were headed, if you just let go of fighting to stay a part of that and just tap into where your soul is guiding you, I promise you it will get so much easier. And if you would like my help doing that, that's definitely a big piece of what we do in the receiving school is, you know, tapping into your own intuitive wisdom to guide you into receiving all of the gifts that the divine is sending you right now. Cause there are so many coming to you, but the, as long as you stay in resistance to what is right for you, what is true for you, that resistance will permeate every other area of your life and it will block those manifestations from coming in. So again, I would love, if you're listening to this, when the episode drops, I would love for you to join us in the receiving school, go to the receiving school.com and sign up. You'll also find my information there. If you have questions for me, you can go ahead and message me and I will be happy to get back to you. And then if you are just hearing about this for the first time and you're just catching up on some episodes, I will tell you that for just the next couple of days, we're still leaving up manifestation for grownups. That was a five-day event we did last week. It was amazing. People uncovered desires they did not realize they had, as well as some limiting beliefs they had. So all of that has gone on already. And for the next couple of days, we, it will be available for uh, binge watching. So if you go to thereceivingschool.com, you can find out all the information about what's going on right now. And 
for now, I just leave you with this. The universe has big plans for you, big plans for you. The divine, your spirit team, your guides, your angels, all guiding you in the direction for your highest and best life. And oftentimes letting go and letting flow is the key to going to places you haven't even dreamed of yet that are going to be so miraculous and so amazing when you get there. You will not believe your luck. And I wish that for you. I wish all that space for magic. Uh, Have a beautiful week and remember, make space for magic. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.